Hello, listeners. This is Dr. Taylor Hartman with Very Best of Living. We are always happy to have you with our podcast and joining us on this journey that we're on. Um, I'm with my good friend, Kat Larson. Hello, Kat. How are you? Hello, Taylor. I'm great. Yes. Now she's trying different accents since she's back from Amsterdam. She thinks she's a world traveler and she can never speak just one (laughs) dialect. So it'll all be something new. We always enjoy that so much. And today, um, she actually pulled a rabbit out of the hat. We are going to have her son join us. And uh, Cade and I are going to get a chance to do a coaching call. And I'll introduce him in a minute, which I'm very excited about. It's it's interesting. Many people have asked me, for example, what's the difference in coaches or therapists? And I want to just address that for a minute and let you know that we actually have now coaching packages that you can actually sign up for and uh, pay for on the website at taylorhartman.com. You will find yourself so much better off by working with people who have been trained in the color code and the character code and will actually give you options to grow. Rather than just listening to your story, they will actually suggest ways that your life can improve in the process. So the biggest difference actually in a coach and a therapist is that coaches cannot diagnose behavior and they cannot bill insurance. That's the biggest difference. So if you're working with someone who's schizophrenic, for example, a coach cannot diagnose that. It does not mean that coach may not be effective in working with people like that, but that may not be their expertise. And there's also therapists, that's also not their expertise, even though they can actually claim to diagnose it and treat it. So what coaches do is they treat mental illness that is not standardized as part of the code that are psychologically imbalanced. They're people who are struggling with life issues, choices, decisions they're making, self-identity concerns. So much of what I've always done as a mental health practitioner and therapist are what coaches would do just the same. Um, but you you have to understand that what you're always looking for is somebody that will move you down the path of growth. So my expertise has always been that I love people very easily and I am very direct. That's my combination. And so you'll find that our coaches are trained in that same format because they work with me to teach them what we're looking to pull out of clients and help them along the way in, in life. So that's that's the essence of the difference there. Kat, any questions about that for you? No, um, I would like to put some emphasis on the word very direct. So get ready. <laughs> yeah, very direct, true. very. <laughs> <laughs> but, and Taylor, right. why don't you, can you talk just a little bit about that approach and why? Yeah, the reason that I I feel people are in pain. If I had a medical emergency and I had to go to a medical doctor, an ER, I would not want them to talk to me about my pain. I would want them to solve the problem. Like, give me something I can do. So in mental health, I find that many mental health practitioners, they are like an ER doctor sitting there. And when you walk in, they said, tell me how this feels. And what would you like to accomplish if we could really be successful today? And then let's tie that to your childhood and how that might impact who you are. And there's never like a an urgency is probably a good word, an urgency to where does the pain hurt most? And what is about that pain that you'd like to kind of address? And are you willing to put on your big boy or big girl shoes and pants and address that? Or do you want to be just heard and listened to? So I'm very direct about like, what is it you'd like to see happen? And then I tell them what my expertise is, is I would like to help you discover the core issue that is causing you the pain. And let's address that. 
So it'll be more painful than if I were to say, let's beat around the bush, talk about things that are easier, and even let the client direct me that way. Because clients will actually come to you and direct you away from the real issue. Unless you're really good at saying, that's not what's going to solve this problem. Let's talk about where the real core pain is. So your intuition as a good therapist or a good coach comes into play when you're able to go, we're not hitting the real issue here. That's not happening and it won't help you. So let's address those things. Love That's it. what direct big coaches, right? Love it. Okay. Okay. So uh, Kate, so I want to introduce this young man uh, who is terrific. Kate is a blue Cade, would you like to say hi? Howdy. It's very interesting hearing all your voices without the intro music. Like the little yes, very best. Yes. Like, ding, ding, ding. I was like, oh, I need yeah. to play that to get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is the backstage, right? Exactly. <laughs> so it's great to see you, Cade. It's been a um, long time. And as I understand, you're moving and you've got a girlfriend and life's good. You've got a good job as an engineer. And very um, much so. starting out in life, right? Yeah, it's been a big step, but, you know, college was a really great opportunity for me to figure out who I was, and I'm still figuring it out, which has been kind of a cool step. It's not like, hey, we're done with college, you're finished. It's like, no, there's a lot more work to do. So embracing it instead of trying to figure out like, oh, I'm doing something wrong has been pretty cool. Oh, I like that. That's really good. I I always think it's more important for someone to learn, like to want to read than to finish the book. So what you learned about life was, I want to learn more. As opposed to, I'm done now, I graduated. I'm real impressed. Thank That's you. very cool. So, so Kate, I want, I want to ask you a question. You know, you have been successful. Why is it success is hard for you to embrace? What is it about that concept that makes success hard for you to embrace when, in fact, you have been? I think it's this sort of negative connotation that I have towards my own success where I can look at someone like my mom or my dad or my sister and be like, whoa, they put on pants this morning. That's a win. You know, that's a success where to me, I always compare it to where I could be. I keep thinking like, hey, I succeeded on this, but it could have been more. And and because of that, I always think I need to keep pushing. I always need to keep going. I always have a little bit extra I can give when in reality, that's going to end up hurting me more then it helps me. So I talked to a man the other day who was a marathon runner and he actually uh, was very, very fit, very, very driven, loved running. And he completed all but two miles of a marathon and his legs wow. gave out. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> he, he was thirsty. He was broken. He was done. I said, oh, that was disappointing, wasn't it? And he goes, no, not really. He goes, I actually realized I gave it my all. I did everything I could do. I'm thrilled I ran. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're like a poster child. Like that's such a great exactly. way of looking at it, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, his, his shift of perspective was, I wanted to run it. I did run it. And I gave it all I had. Now, where you're different than that is you're thinking, I always have more in the tap. I could actually always believe I could do better, whatever it might be. Is that correct? Very much so that in any situation, I could always have done a little bit more. And then it becomes like a little self-deprecating. It's like, oh, but you could have pushed harder, you know, that sort of negative mindset. So how does that affect your ability to enjoy what you did accomplish, like what you have done? It makes it very, like it's after the fact, like uh, my girlfriend is very supportive. Like I actually also recently did a marathon, 
didn't do the whole thing. It was part of a relay team, but I kept thinking, oh, I'm not hitting this pace. Oh, I'm not hitting this time. And she was really good about like, yeah, but when you started, you were at like running 12 minute miles and you ran the whole thing at a nine minute pace or however it works out. So it becomes very after the fact for me. I can't celebrate it when I do it. It's like, oh yeah, I have to re like analyze it later on. And almost it comes from someone else telling you, Exactly. I can't give it to myself. Well, no. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's too easy. <laughs> but you know what I, I like is that you're you're dating a girl who is the opposite in that sense. That's very smart. It actually brings to you what you need to remind you that it makes you better. But I want to address the core issue of why I'm not enough. Okay. And, and that really could be a life uh, challenge for you. Like the reality is you could have um, a great career. You could have kids. You could have a marriage, you get all those things and still say, yeah, but if I had been more of this, right? Yes. So part of the problem I hear with you, and you're very blue, so we know blues struggle anyway with expectations. Yes. Like you're always setting yourself up for an expectation, right? Yes, and it's <laughs> very high, much so. It's high, right? It's never like medium. It's no. high, right? So if I were to say to you, I want you to decide right now to accept I am a positive person. I want you to think about yourself as a positive person. I will choose to look at what was right about my college. I will choose about what's right about my career. I will choose to accept what's right about me as a son. I am well aware that you can always add on, but I could have been, but I could have done. But let's just start with the one I choose. I choose. Victor Frankl talked about that in his delicious book, uh, Man's Search for Meaning, when he's in the concentration camps, and he goes, the one thing they could not take from me was the right to choose. I could always choose. And once people gave that up, they abdicated it, they died. Yep. They lost the motivation. So I want to suggest for you, like you are choosing to be negative. You are choosing to be less than. And in some form, that's giving you something you want or you wouldn't do it. Now, you're going to think, what? How does that benefit me? Why would I do that to myself? So the question is, why do you think you choose that versus saying, I'm a good kid. I make good choices. Why is that? My, my immediate thought is because it's some form of motivation. It's some form of like, I don't want to say like extra fuel for the fire, but it's that little like, you know, push harder, come on, you know, that sort of old mentality of work harder, get better results. Yes, so good. Like you are buying into a <laughs> paradigm, right? That you actually believe I'm better off being negative. Yeah. So what if I were to say to you, but the problem I have with you, Cade, is knowing how blue you are and how devoted and committed you are to the process. You don't need extra motivation. You're always going to show up. You can't not show up. You'd feel guilty if you didn't. Exactly. So the reality yeah. is you're going, to, you're going to complete the task. You're going to do the things that need to happen. What if I were to say, just try this on, like a new shirt of, you know what? I really am motivated just being who I am as a good human being. I care about people that I work with. I care about my performance. I care about my spouse, my girlfriend. I care about those people. I'm going to show up fine. I don't need extra motivation. I need to be nicer to me. And see if you actually drop your game. See if it gets worse 
or if it gets better, if you're happier or you're less happy. Like, let's do a little research project. Totally, yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? Is that is that the end of the world? I don't think so. I think with any new thing, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve to the fact that this has been my habitual state of mind for a long time. Right. You know, right. get to work. It's like, oh, answer all the emails. Talk to this person. Get all this done. And it's like, that's what I guess I've set up myself for my day-to-day to be. And so now the effort is not going to go into actually being nice to myself. It's doing that instead of, you know, everything else that I've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, that's really good. It bothers me when someone is really talented, like you will show up, get things done. That's who you are by nature, but you're not enjoying the game. You're too busy meeting deadlines and critiques of yourself. And it could have been more like this. And so you're missing the joy, right? So I'm asking you to trust me when I say you are the kind of person who absolutely is already motivated. You're, you're thinking, I have to be this way or I won't be as good as I, I should be. I'm thinking, no, I think you're not enjoying the game. You'd be just that good anyway. But I want to add the element of just enjoyment. Like, I like being at the work. I like knowing that I will complete a task. I like knowing that I'm trustworthy. Um, those kinds of things you carry. And I'd like you to pick like three things, just words that work for you that are positive. They're always positive and they're never negative. And I want you to put those in your mindset. Like if you choose, you're deciding your identity is going to be now. I'm a positive person. And to get over the hurdle, right, of, well, I wasn't so positive today. Maybe I'm really not meant to be positive. Is you have to commit that throughout that entire process, you're going to keep saying these three words about you that are positive. So give me one of those words that might sound right, although it's a stretch. That's positive. <laughs> um, and if not, I'll ask your mom. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that, that you have a very good word bank right here. Um, I, I want to say like enjoyment or excitement, some form of like the way that I experience things. I find I derive a huge amount of joy from the way that I, or like from the music that I listen to or the, the things that I, you know, do. And so embracing that more, you know, because if there's already, you know, some light coming from it. Let's keep going. Let's, you know, chase that down even more. So, um, first of all, that's very positive. No, that's really good. (laughs) So you're saying appreciate passion. I like that. Yes. Appreciate passion. Or if we needed one word, just passion. Yeah. I like that. And so we're accepting that we're not going to say, well, I could be more passionate or I could have done this and would have shown my passion more. I'm just going to own. I am passionate. Yes. And that's a positive. Yeah. Right? Okay. Very much. All right. I want you to pick then two more. We won't do it today, but I want you to think about, okay, so if I've got, I've got that now, I'm going to live by it. And just so you know something, just so we can kind of prepare you, there are people who will mock you for doing this. There are oh, people yeah. who want you back in the old box. They're more comfortable with that. Or they are afraid themselves like a lobster. They're going to pull the other lobsters down. They won't let you get happy because they would then be challenged as to why they're unhappy. Right. Just know that. Right. So our commitment is going to be that no matter what anyone says or does for one month, you will play with that word passion. You'll accept it. You'll embrace it. You'll enjoy it. Absolutely. That that sounds like it sounds doable. But like I said, it's going to be a learning curve. Just be like consistent with it. hundred percent. And you know what it'll bring is freedom, Mm -hmm. but not initially. 
at first it'll be like a work, it's work, like it's hard yep. to do it. But what you're going to discover is if I have identified now as positive, it fits. I can get there. Absolutely. So my accountability with you is going to be, I want to see what happens to you when you actually embrace that. Think about it. Say it at least twice a day. Those three words, whatever they are, repeatedly, right? And find the joy of what you really bring to life, just in who you are. Is that Would that work for you? That sounds fantastic. It, it's already bubbling away for the other two words. So <laughs> it's so it makes me so happy because you deserve to enjoy more than you do because you actually pay your dues. You show up. You're genuine. So you're taking away from yourself things you actually have already earned. Right. Very good point. Yeah. Thank you. That's going to be our work. So tell me how this worked for you today. What were your feelings when going through the process? I knew going into it that there was going to be something that I'd had to confront. And so uh, in something, actually in a book that I'm reading, it was uh, embracing challenges with open arms kind of thing. It was like, hey, guess what? We're going to go through this together. So I kind of thought about it like hugging it. Like, guess what? You're in here with me. Let's go. You know, letting it slip away because I'm scared or worried or going to say the wrong thing. But I also knew that it wouldn't be right now. It wouldn't be like, hey, I'm going to end this phone call and be perfect. You know, there's going to be things to work on and it'll manifest and change and morph and dance into different things. Um, And that's what excites me the most about these one-on-ones or these sort of talks where it's like, you could start in one place and it will solve or it will help somewhere else because it's not just one answer for one problem. It's everything. It's a whole personality thing. See, that's cool. And I really love the idea that you're saying, I'm not looking for the result today. I'm looking for a shift in my identity. And my systems, what I'm going to do, like read those things in the mirror. And the other thing that I liked, you sound like you would like to be able to have the dialogue again, like, all right, here's what happened to me on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> here's what I experienced, right? Yeah. That's what a good coach would do. They would actually take you down that. And you know you have them. Like they want to hear. How's it going? And you don't have to be perfect. You have yeah. to share your journey, Right. Very much so, so let me ask you this. Would it, would it be helpful to you if someone were, like a coach were to text you once or twice in the week and say, so tell me how that's going for you? I don't know, to be honest. I feel like there are certain aspects to the coach player, air quotes, player uh, yeah. communication yeah. where something like this, I don't, uh, like what we had just spoken about, I don't know if a week, like a, like a two times a week update would have really worked for me. Because I feel like this is something that I need to see over a couple of weeks or like a long-term goal versus like, you know, changing my uh, like personal vocabulary or how I talk to myself, like those little things that can change. But there are certain um, things that I've worked through that I've gone through with other people that is like, yeah, I need a day-to-day check-in, you know? No, I really like that. You shared the insight that good coaches would ask the client, is that helpful to you? And let them be part of the process. Don't just sit there and assume, of course, that's what they need or that's what they should do. Find out and see if they really want that. And your feedback was great. It made total sense to me. It was really, really good. So we're looking for a shift in perspective. That's all we're looking for is one month from now, you will accept you are a positive person. Yes, sir. Which you and I both know doesn't happen tomorrow. It happens with time repeated. Kate, you're remarkable. Like you were really, really good. Thank you you very much. Thank you for joining us, by the way, today. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for letting me be a part of this. My girlfriend and I have been listening for a long time, and it's always cool to be like, oh, and we talk about this and this little thing. Oh, did you hear this one? So it's really cool.
What color is your girlfriend? Very blue, like myself. Oh my gosh, two blues. <laughs> the that face my mom is making. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they're just so great. <laughs> you're a great tribute to your mom. I know how much she adores you, and I know why. And um, it's really just so great to even see you, Kay. You look terrific. So thank you. Great to see you too, sir. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye, bud. Bye, sweetie. Talk to you guys then. Bye, Okay, love you. Bye-bye. Love you. See, I'm telling you, that seeing that young man and what he's become, what he's doing with his life, give me a break. It's just so rewarding. And even his willingness to come on and talk so openly, I can think of so many other blues that are listening to that and thinking, God, he's so open. Mm-hmm. getting feedback and want to be better. Very oh, cool. he is so vulnerable. And, and you know, just the fact that when we were talking about kind of showing all of you, um, our wonderful listeners, what coaching feels like. I mean, and Taylor, you right. also just get right into it. And because truly, and, and Kate and I talked about this before, you know, he, he gave me permission to kind of talk afterwards to say, you know, as, as he went through it. So cool. the fact that, he can never relax. He can't, he's like, I go through mm-hmm. a day, I come home. Right. If the house isn't clean, I haven't worked out. I haven't, you know, done my yeah. A, B or C. He can't sit down and relax until it's all done. And guess what? It's never all done. Never. And the truth is like you and I, mm-hmm. it's not that difficult to relax. It's not, I don't care. It doesn't no. define me. No, but a, a person like Kate, it does define them, and therefore they're held hostage to that. That's right. And so we have we have to use each other's gifts. Like you and I need to take ownership and responsibility for things that some mm-hmm. yellows don't do. Mm-hmm. They just always let somebody else pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. And blue need to develop the yellow gift of letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really okay. In fact, I was working with a, a man uh, the other day, and he's vulnerable to bitterness, and it the situation he's in is so. It's like a comedy. It's like a Steinfeld. It's it's so bizarre, Kat, that, I mean, I said to him, you can't quit because I know you. I could just quit. I would just not do it anymore. You can't do that. So since you can't, you have to laugh at it. Mm-hmm. You have to know this is like a bizarre comedy. Mm-hmm. And you're part of it. It's part mm-hmm. of your life. And I'm, I'm working with him to allow him to add that element because mm-hmm. he's so blue he can't quit. He won't give it up. Whereas I honestly would say, I'm out. This is not going to work for me. So you have to work within people's framework, right? Their color mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they can feel congruent. Mm-hmm. But also we all need other colors to help us navigate life differently. So. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, with the Hartman Color Code coaching, you know, what we have is, you know, there are times when, you know, I can make some progress. I can work on things. I can read every book, right. you know, and. I can get there. And then there's times where you're not getting the traction. And we have packages from, you know, if you want to talk to somebody, you can do it once. You can do it three times, six times, 12 times. You can do whatever you want. But talking to somebody who is versed in getting to that very direct, because, you know, Taylor, you've trained all of us, that very direct, hey, let's, yeah, I hear all of that about what you're you're going through, but let's get to the root. What is the root? That's noise. And that noise is not going to free you. That's right. So let's talk about the real root. That's right. I hope our listeners have enjoyed this. I mean, it's been really great to have them with us. It went we do fast for me. I know. But we'd love to hear from you listeners how you feel about what you experienced today. Mm-hmm. Um, life is not easy. It's an ongoing challenge for all of us. 
Mm-hmm. And I think what Kat and I are trying to offer you is a sense of connection someplace where mm-hmm. you can actually process that successfully. So yep. thank you, your listeners, for being with us. Kat, always a pleasure. You too. Taylor, great job. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Great to see you. Bye, everybody. Talk to you soon. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye now. Hey, Color Code family. It's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350. Text the word VIP to that number and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the people code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up. And you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.